Every day, I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby, and Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. Join Reddit on Wiki every Monday and Friday for some of the most jaw-dropping stories Reddit has to offer. With each episode, John, Sean, and Josh meticulously curate the most engaging content from Reddit, transforming it into a podcast experience filled with laughter, awe, and sometimes disbelief. I, I bet. Get ready for a roller coaster ride of emotions with the most captivating stories from the corners of the internet. Subscribe to Reddit on Wiki wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, here is your BravoCon. I mean, the most honest, (laughs) holding nothing back review of BravoCon 2023. I am lucky enough for, I have to shout out my friend, Justin Crawford, who's been helping out on the Sarah Fraser show. He is the one that scored me a VIP pass. I wasn't going to go. You guys know this. Like I had been trying to get, I was on their wait list for a VIP um, ticket and nothing. And then I finally had gotten an email, I'm going to say like a month ago, and the email had said, you know, thanks for being on our waiting list. All the VIP ticket sales are closed. Like basically you're not getting a ticket, right? Okay. So I'd given it up. Justin worked his magic. And thank you to NBC. I got a VIP BravoCon pass. I said, I have to go. I went and can your girl get a round of applause? I flew Spirit Airlines for the first time. I know. Hello. What? And, and you know what I have to say? Spirit wasn't bad. I, I was terrified. I mean, I flew at a 6 a.m. flight from, from L.A. to Vegas. And to be honest with you, I probably, that's like as far as I'd go on Spirit. I'm, I'd probably go like L.A., San Fran. I'd do short trips. I was scared to death. I thought there were going to be fights breaking out. People are going to be hammered. Like, is the pilot going to be coherent? Like, what's going to be happening on Spirit? They were clean. They were on time. They were neat. You know what? The seats, I mean, the thing is, right, is the seats aren't comfortable and you have to pay for every single upgrade. So I brought like a carry-on bag and then I thought, oh, well, maybe I'll get the extra leg room, which I didn't need because the flight was not sold out. But, you know, you never know. And um, so for short distances, I thought, yeah, not bad. So can your girl get some credit here? Myself and apparently Jerry O'Connell flew Spirit. I find that hard to believe, but he said that at BravoCon. I think he was making a joke. Um, so I arrive on Friday morning and I, first of all, I love Vegas. Everything about like, I haven't been to Vegas in a couple years and I forgot how just amazing everybody has a cigarette. Everyone's gambling their, you know, security check. So security check away. I mean, isn't it? It's just people are hammered. 
every man from America all over the world is trying to get it with you. I mean, and you know what I love about Vegas? It doesn't matter how old you are. There is somebody there hitting on you. You want to come? You want to feel good about yourself? Come to Vegas at all ages, honey, because they all want to play. They all, all these men, like, I mean, of course, I talk to everybody and flirt with everyone, so but I don't help myself. But anyway, I arrived. It started at 9 a.m. on Friday for BravoCon. The lines were insane. If you are going to go to BravoCon, and I'm going to do an episode on do's and don'ts of BravoCon, I would splurge for the VIP. I would. VIP, like amazing seating. You'll get so close to the stages. You'll get this VIP lounge where a lot of the Bravo liberties are walking around. I mean, they're being swarmed by people. But even in VIP, the lines were really long to get pictures with all of your favorite people. Over 200 Bravo liberties there. Everyone. Shaws of Sunset. You know, and I'll also... On the uh, second episode I do where I do the do's and don'ts, I'll also talk about the Bravos Awards um, because they honored Vicki Gunvalson as the Housewife of the Year Award first recipient. And they brought back Lori. Remember her assistant from season one? They brought back, um, oh, my God, Gretchen Rossi was there. And who was the one with Slade? You know, Slade's, oh, my God, I'll find her name. Um, anyway, they brought her all back. They brought out Jesus Jugs. I mean, it was, like, so good, okay? Every Bravo star was there. Jenny Poulos was there um, from Flipping Out. So... You, the VIP is 100% worth it. The lines were very long if you weren't in VIP. Still an amazing experience. I didn't expect NBC. I just didn't expect Bravo to be as organized. Everything started on time. And you know, you guys know how I am like about on time. Like I don't want to wait an hour in fucking line for these people to meet like a meet and greet or not. You know what I mean? Like either if you say you're starting at 8 p.m., I'll give you till 8.10, but that's it. Like I have a husband and kid now. I got other shit to do. I'm not hanging around for two hours to see Tom Sandoval, uh, who was very on time. They were all on time. So on Friday, it started out with Ask Andy. And the Ask Andys, because they did one on Friday morning and Saturday morning, were savage. Now, the hosts, first of all, Jeff Lewis, and I have a whole theory, which I'm going to get into right now. Jeff Lewis hosted Fridays, jam-packed, thousands of fans. And Jeff was so messy. Oh, my God. First, coming for Jenny Poulos, how he wouldn't make up with her, even if she was there. He couldn't believe she was there. Uh, Crystal King, talking about Crystal King Minkoff, how he wanted her off of Beverly Hills. Um, Oh, my God. He was so happy. He now doesn't have to hear about Dorit's robberies anymore. He's over Dorito. He was so shady. Real Housewives of Salt Lake, who he wanted gone, who he was annoyed with. Um, And he brought out Andy. I mean, he... Here's I'm just going to put on my tinfoil hat. And I told some other Bravo fans there that um, I met about this. And they were like, girl, you're crazy. And I'm like, I know. But I'm sort of known for my weird theories. Jeff was so extra messy. Because Jeff Lewis is known for that. And I love Jeff. And I met him in person. I talked to him. And I I pitched myself to the Jeff Lewis uh, (laughs) Bravo show. I'll get to that. Um, But he was like over the top messy. And I believe that Jeff was taking the fall for Andy. You know, he talked about how Andy has given him multiple careers. And now, you know, he's on Radio Andy on Sirius XM. Jeff, I thought, really 
put the onus on him of like being shady, of being messy. When there was a question from the audience, he would answer before Andy to some extent. And I, I felt like this was very orchestrated as a way to keep Andy, you know, First of all, it eats up time because everyone's like booing or ooing, clapping for Jeff. And then secondly, it makes Andy look nice. There's always a good cop, bad cop in a lot of TV and um, in life, right? In work situations and dynamics. Felt like a very good cop, bad cop setup yesterday. Um, and then the other thing was by Jeff doing that and being extra messy and having these sound bites, it really took away from the moments of reality reckoning that Andy was asked about Bethany Frankel. Um, he wasn't asked about Ramona and the N-word situation until Saturday morning. But I think Jeff took the fall and it was brilliant. And it was a great way to kick it off because um, every question about reality reckoning, Bethany, Nini was very carefully deflected. So we get so the Q, so the big moments of the Q and A. Well, first of all, before the Q and A, we find out that Vanderpump Rules, the next season, is coming out in January. Then we get into the questions. Okay, what were the big noteworthy questions? Well, the biggest one was the reality reckoning. A, a fan got up there and said, "Andy, we have to talk." And they all, I love all the fans. They're so good. They're like, you know what? And we, there's something we've got to talk about, Andy. And he's like, uh huh. You know, he knows it's like coming. And they're like, reality reckoning, what's your thoughts? He basically, he he just straight up said that, you know, I, these shows bring people joy. I'm about creating programming that brings people joy. It was very deflective. He didn't mention the article. He didn't mention Bethany Frankel. He didn't mention any changes that they were making at Bravo. Um, you know, another viewer did ask him about mental health therapists that have reportedly been now at Bravo so all these Bravo liberties can call someone if they feel like their mental health is in jeopardy he said they're constantly working on tweaking on that so that was very interesting um there were still throughout the weekend a lot of jokes about drinking if you read the Vanity Fair article you know that was a big gripe of a lot of the women um on there that um Bravo pushes you to drink. Well, there were lots of drinking jokes. You know, drinking was encouraged. You could walk around with drinks, you know, which is what people want. I mean, they did not want to come to BravoCon or Vegas, for that matter, for a sober weekend. Um, So, okay, the other thing that was really big is Andy calls to, called Total BS on Jill Zarin in the Vanity Fair article saying that Bravo crashed her husband Bobby's funeral. Andy stated, we have receipts. I have receipts. I could pull them up. There is, and Jeff Lewis backed him up and he said, there is absolutely no way because everybody has to give permission that they are filmed that Bravo could just show up. So they seem to be implying that there was no way that Jill was telling the truth. There was absolutely no comment on the reality reckoning. Um, and, you know, to be quite honest, now, the fans that are there are Uber fans, right? But Andy, every time Andy Cohen came out, standing ovation. He wasn't heckled. He was, there was nobody there heckling this man that he was the worst thing on earth, which is how he's sort of currently being portrayed. And my take on this, guys, and so many of you that listen have worked for corporate. I've worked for corporate entertainment. Y'all know I've worked for iHeartRadio and Cumulus and Fox 5 DC. You know, I, 
I have, I don't know. I, I thought Andy is like the master of, he's clearly media trained. He's like the Chris Jenner of like di- diplomatically not answering these questions really. But at the same time, he is a boss. He's an executive. Like you can't, I call him the Nozempic Ben on Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. How about getting up to five hours of your life back when you sign up for Hungry Root meal prep and delivery service? I'm obsessed. I have ta- I've tried a lot of meal prep boxes. This is one of my favorites. In fact, I actually emailed the client to see if I can get like a year's supply. <laughs> They're like, Sarah, use your own damn code. Anyway, right now, I want you to go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS because you are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. The average Hungry Root customer saves five hours a week. Ah! That was us. On top of that, um, you can pick from vegetarian, keto, meat, anything that you like. Right now, Hungry Root is offering TSFS listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. As I mentioned, just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS to get 40% off your first delivery and get those free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Also, don't forget to use my link so Hungry Root knows who sent you. Yeah. One of the things that drove me nuts all weekend is person after person, and even the fucking moderators... Karamo was there from um, Queer Eye. Rachel Lindsay from The Bachelor. Jerry O'Connell was some of them. Um, Mike Rappaport. But, you know, whether it was hosts or um, audience members, everyone would go, Andy, who's your favorite? Who do you like the least? And it's like, guys, he's not going to answer. He's not going to give you a favorite housewife. He denied that Kyle Richards was his favorite. And he said all weekend long over and over, these questions to me were such huge time wasters. I don't have a favorite franchise. I don't have a favorite um, Bravo Liberty. I don't, you know. The only thing he said is that, yes, he gets along and is closer to some Bravo stars than others, but he likes them all. So that question drove me nuts because it's like, guys, this guy's an executive as well. You know, yes, he's also a TV personality who's made himself a star, but he's not going to tell you, sit there and go, well, you know what? Candy Burris is my favorite and the rest of them can go fuck off. I mean, no. Andy said he wasn't staying at the same hotel as the other Bravo celebrities. They were they were all, many of the Bravo stars were put up at the Four Seasons. That's where they were partying in suites on Friday night, on Thursday night. Um, he also clarified that there is, um, oh yeah, and by the way, you know, I'm in the airport. So as you're hearing any background noise, it's just, you know, announcements for people that are about to miss their flights. Um but he did say that 
there's no favoritism for the Watch What Happens live seating. That was like a big trending question um, because there was a theory that, you know, the guest he liked the least was in the second seat. Not true. Um, at least that's what he says. Andy, we don't know where he was staying. He was not staying at the same hotel. He wasn't even staying at the Four Seasons with everyone, which again makes sense. I mean, I'm sure the man needs some separation. Um, so that was the big moments of Ask Andy that were epic. If you missed any of it, it's up on my TikTok. I've put a lot of them up on my TikTok. Um, the other thing that was super juicy, fans asked him straight up, are we going to see Real Housewives uh, Ultimate Girls Trip Morocco, which is the one with Brandy Glanville and Carolyn Manzo, where Brandy apparently gets so handsy with Caroline, Carolyn, she leaves. Um, she's apparently suing Bravo. That answer was masterfully done. And Andy was like, at first, he goes, yeah, of course. We have all these amazing Housewife Peacock shows in the can. They're so good. Um, you know, I, and he's like, as far as I know, they're they're all airing. And then the fan really pushed him. The fans were like, epic. The fan really pushed him and said, no, well, are you saying for sure that Girls Trip Morocco will air? And he said, I, I, ho- I sure hope so. And I thought, to me, that is a clear no. It ain't going to happen. So that was another big moment. Um that was there. Okay, after that, in there were two big moments. The Vanderpump Rules panel was unreal. I'll talk about that. And um, the Magic Mike show. The Magic Mike show was with Joe Gorga, um, then Margaret's husband Joe, and Frank Catania. Frank Catania. Excellent. They took their shirts off. They were hot. I mean, you know, uh, Marge's husband, you could see Joe's butt crack at one point. That I wasn't like so turned on about. That wasn't like the hottest moment for me. I mean, Joe Gorga is ripped. And I got so many shirtless photos up close with these guys. They were great. They were entertaining the audience. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, Joey B, you could see his ass crack. Like I was not. I mean, I gave him credit. You know, he took it off. Um, Frank Catania dropped some tea. You know, he's moving in with his new fiance. They're remodeling a house. David, you know. Um, Dolores' ex, David. He says that David is not moving in with them. Joe G got down to his, uh, uh, you know, says he gets, um, oh, well, Joe Gorga, the other thing was that Joe Gorga confessed that he gets underwear thrown on stage um, when he does his comedy shows and that he wishes that he had fame when he was single. That was pretty good. Then they actually brought out the Magic Mike dudes from Las Vegas. They were, like, super hot. The women were going crazy. Women were winning, like, free tickets to go see a Magic Mike show. But I was like, all right, well, let's see the dance. You know, Joey B, Joe Gorga, Frank Catania. They didn't really dance. They sh- they did a few. They did, like, one Magic Mike move and took their shirts off, which is really what all the women wanted to see. But the women were, like, throwing themselves at Frank Catania. Like, th- like if Frank can stay married to this chick, that'll be amazing. These women were savage with, with him. Savage. Uh, so, okay, so that was really fun. That was a really fun event. And then the big one was Vanderpump Rules. Whew. It was Tom Sandoval nervous. But I will tell you, oh, boy, was there a theme all weekend. And that was defending Tom Sandoval moving forward. Lisa Vanderpump, Andy Cohen were over the booing. In fact, Andy actually... 
shut it down on Saturday morning when they asked Andy. He brought up how close he was. Well, speaking of balancing relationships, you know, he said that it's been hard because he and Tom Sandoval have known each other for a decade. Tom Sandoval's been on television for a decade. And he and Andy have become very close. They're both from St. Louis. And so he said, you know, it was hard to grill Tom Sandoval over and over again when they've been such good friends when Scandoval happened. So somebody started booing when they mentioned Tom Sandoval. And Andy was like, Andy got like really serious. He's like, you know what? I'm, I don't like this anymore. I'm tired of it. The guy made a mistake. Everybody's moved forward. Um, but the panel was hot. I don't even know if Tom Sandoval is that nervous, to be honest. But there were lots of rumors that he was. It was the first time that Ariana and Tom were on stage together since the Vanderpump Rules reunion. But can I be honest? Can I be really honest? They all filmed with Tom Sandoval in this upcoming season of Vanderpump Rules. Because they show a clip and Ariana and Tom are in the same room arguing. (sighs) Now, I do this. I can't, you know, look, what am I going to get mad at these people? I do this all the time. I go, oh, I'll never do a true crime show. And then I just audition for a true crime talk show. I mean, you know, I'm like, I can't, you know. I mean, the minute I say it'll never happen, it happens. So they all had proclaimed they would never shoot with Tom Sandoval. They all shot with Tom Sandoval. Lala Kent defended him during this Vanderpump panel where she said, you know, guys, you've got to give Tom credit. He showed up when most people would have left. And, you know, and because a fan goes, why don't you go away, Tom? Why are you even back? And he goes, you know what? Because I felt like it was important to face the music and, you know, face what I'd done and come on here. Now, do I believe that? Not exactly. I think the paycheck was also a huge proponent. And I think Tom Sandoval loves fame. But Lala was going, you know, he deserves credit. He's kept up his shows. <laughs> like, yeah, because he's selling tickets. Because now, you know, Vanderpump Rules was nearly canceled. And now you guys are completely revived. And huge standing ovations for all of them all weekend long. Huge lines. People love Lala Kemp. So that panel was great because we learned that Ariana and Tom are still living together. She's annoyed as hell. She said she is trying to figure out how to untangle their ownership and really implied that Tom was fucking annoying in either not agreeing to sell or not agreeing to buy her out. Um, It was all, this is another one where I think it was very strategic. Lisa Vanderpump did a lot of the talking, much like Jeff Lewis, I think deflected and took one for the team for Andy to keep things from going off the rails, reality reckoning. Lisa Vanderpump defended everybody up on stage for VPR, said they've all made mistakes to varying degrees, so they shouldn't, you know, people should stop judging. Um, and at one point, you know, an audience member asked, you know, Scandival questions. Um, and, like, Lisa shut it down. Oh, come on, can't we, can't we be in the present? Why do we have to keep going backwards? Um, so Lisa very much kept it on the rails, defended Tom Sandoval, um, and, and just also, the theme was all weekend moving forward. Moving on from Scandoval, giving Tom Sandoval grace. That was a big theme. And how they'd all messed up. I did think this was kind of bizarre. At the end of the panel, Karamo, who hosted the VPR panel, said, well, everybody take one word and describe this upcoming season. And most said sad. And I thought, oof, 
that's not really great. Like, I don't think how much sad, I don't know how much sadness we want to see on the upcoming season of Vanderpump Rolls. But that was the word of the evening. Then James Kennedy and Tom Sandoval got down and did a push-up contest in front of Ariana. She was annoyed, rolled her eyes. She was like, are there any more questions? <laughs> and again, I mean, it, it, I can see why fans are still upset about Tom Sandoval. A fan asked, Tom, have you, you know, one-on-one apologized to Ariana? Are you really remorseful? Tom did not say yes. And she said, absolutely not. He has never truly been remorseful and any apology he's given in interviews since he has taken it back in so many words other fascinating thing do we think that Stasi could come back because overwhelmingly the majority of cast members were asked who on Vanderpump Rules would you like to see come back and they said Stasi Schroeder could she ever come back so the VPR panel was really good. I have to shout out David and Scott, who I met in VIP. Oh, my God. We had the funniest laughs. David and Scott were the ones I told my tinfoil hat theory about Jeff Lewis to. And they were like, bitch, you have too much time on your hands. Um, you know, I did a little stand-up act for them. They were like, do you do stand-up? And I said, David and Scott, yes. Except the problem is they wanted me to go on stage at 11 o'clock. By that fucking time, I'm in, like, I'm in REM sleep. I could be a full-time stand-up comic if I could go on at noontime. They were like, you got to do drag brunches. So I'm gonna, I think at some point I will work on a stand-up comedy drag brunch show in the future. <sighs> the other theme, and then I will move on. I'll do a, another podcast with the Bravios Awards and the Do's and Don'ts. Um, the other theme, though, is everyone at BravoCon was extremely thin. That's what fans were saying. Everywhere I went... Erica Jane. Oh, and she is, she is really real thin. And of course, I was joking with David and Scott, the new listeners of this show. I said, you know, I've got to get on those hormones. And they were like dying laughing because nobody believes it's hormones. Everybody believes it's Ozempic. Kyle Richards is so tiny. Now she's, she says it's not the Ozempic, which I actually, knowing that Kyle and Mauricio are separated, the divorce diet also works wonders. We've all been through the breakup diet. Um, I was happy to see like Teresa Judice and Kyle next to each other. Kyle looked so tiny, but Teresa looked good. She looks healthy. Margaret Joseph, so tiny. That was a big theme, though, how thin a lot of the Bravo celebrities were. Was it a bad thing? I don't think it was necessarily bad, but I, I don't know that people were super uh, excited either. Um... All right. Uh, the other thing with Ask Andy. Oh, okay. Um, oh, well, let me tell two more stories. Pitching myself to Jeff Lewis. And, and who did I meet for Bravo people? Okay, well, Ashley Darby was there. I couldn't say hi. Took pictures with Erica Jane. Took pictures with um, Louis, Teresa Giudici's husband, Frank, Joe Gorga, Joe B., um, Jeff Lewis, uh, not a lot of the women. I didn't capture a lot of the women, although I saw them all, but I didn't get a lot of phot- photographs of them. Uh, Whitney Rose's husband, he was great, super fun. I get like all the men, I guess. <laughs> and then Jeff Lewis. People on my Instagram are like, did you pitch yourself to Jeff Lewis? You need to be on Radio Andy with your radio background. You all know I did. I went right up to Jeff. I go, Jeff, Sarah Fraser. Um, I said, look, have I been to Jenny Poulos' 50th birthday? Yes, but I don't need to go again, Jeff. You hire me, I got you. You know, (laughs) he laughed. You know, it was a joke. I was like, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Jenny is awesome. And 
you know, I don't know what their beef really is. But I was like, I love Jenny. And he didn't, you know, he didn't say anything. But it was a good icebreaker. And I said, look, I have a radio show. I co-host with David Yontif. We could be on any time to fill in. I actually think at that point he glazed over. Um, but I'll follow up. You know, <laughs> that's never deterred me before. You all know how I got, I, you guys know how I got my first radio job with Kane. You know, I, I had emailed my stuff. They never got back to me. I went into iHeart offices, sat outside of the boss's office until he met with me in person. And then I got an audition and was there for seven years. So... Jeff, that was just the beginning. Jeff was great, though. Very gracious. Really great with fans. And I love the snark. Um, Oh, the other thing was, ask Andy. Um, He did talk about, someone geniusly asked him, what other shows do you watch aside from Bravo? And he said he started watching Welcome to Plathville. It's because he's into Micah Plath. But can you imagine how hot? How hot? Um... And he did say, I recently had Micah Plath on, and I'm into Welcome to Plathville. So there you go, TLC talkers. He's into our Plathville. And God, I, if I were Micah Plath, I would be with Andy regardless of if I was gay or not. Can you imagine having that as your zaddy? Oh, anyhow. All right. I will do a second podcast on the do's and don'ts of BravoCon. If you want any, like, if you have any other questions, let me know. I'm really happy to answer them. But it was amazing. It really was better than what I even expected. I, I guess I, I don't know what I expected. Um, I didn't expect it to have so many. They had like tons of fan experiences. Free blowouts. Free massages. Free manicures. Um, they had the Housewives Museum with some of their famous outfits. I mean, they had just like... And then, of course, they had vendors giving away free drinks, all these things. It, it was much more interactive, I think, organized on time than I had ever anticipated. So, anyway, I loved it. I hope you liked my content. If you want to see more videos, they're up on TikTok at The Sarah Frazier Show. Bye, everybody.